Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Spitwads, we have a fabulous episode for you today. In fact, we are, well, we're going to visit Liar Liar and, well, Al makes a bit of a mistake on today's show. Will it result in his first ever loss? You're going to have to listen to find out. We also talk about a very disrespectful handshake and a lot more on today's Spitballers episode. Enjoy. What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. A split bap doop bap poop pap I like the poop app. Was there a poop app? There was a poop app. There was something poop related. It's like a CPAP, but it doesn't smell good. No. Well, that's not bad. Trouble I breathing. <laughs> Don't hook up to the poop app. Don't hook up to the old poop app. Spitballers oh, podcast back at you, Andy, Mike, and Jason, welcoming you into this fine the ending, hour. That ending was. Yeah, I mean it's okay. <laughs> yeah, if that, yeah. If, that, if there was a poop app, it it became liquefied there at the, <laughs> the end. It just just spilled out. At Spitballers Pod on Twitter, if you want to follow us on, on there, I enjoyed it. I know that the, it's it's all downhill from here. Yes. For J- Jason's got to be breathing easy. He, this is the moment where he is the furthest from the next time he has That's to scat. Exactly right. I mean, it's over, Jason. There's no better moment than. Oh, you weren't recording. Oh <laughs> yeah. You weren't recording, <laughs> Al. Yeah, we got to start over. We got to do it again. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have. Liar, liar, back on today's episode. Oh, yeah. The pants continue to be on fire. Um, we've still never done it, right? We've never defeated Al. Correct. When, you know, what makes that segment special is obviously the rarity and the hot streak from Al winning every single hot, time. Hot streak being 100% of the time. 100% of the time. <laughs> but when my son, you know, knows a new episode is coming out, he asks me two things. He says... What's the draft? Mm-hmm. And he says, "Is there a liar, liar?" Because he wants he wants you defeated, Al. Oh, really? That's good. Good for him, rooting for Dad. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of putting words into his mouth. Yeah, I think he's really probably rooting for, for Al. Al. Um, but I I do have a genuine question. Like we're today we're going to beat him. I'm super confident of that. Just like normal. Um, but when we beat him today, mm-hmm. will liar liar hold the same prestige? Once his yes, it will. Because then it'll be us on the hot streak. 
Then it'll be, can we go back to back? And then again and okay. again until, because right. the thought of Al being depressed, it enlivens me. Yeah. I mean, it's really what I wake up for. Right. I like the idea that one win is a hot streak. Right. Well, I mean, it's the beginning of one. How We're are you on doing? fire. Al, you haven't even said anything. I'm sure you've been clearing your throat. How are you doing over there? <laughs> I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Okay, that's good. We have Would You Rather on the show as well. We have a great draft today. I think it's a, it's going to be a fun one. And uh, let's get into it. Would You Rather. All right, this Would You Rather question comes in from Andy on Patreon. Not me, though. Not oh, me. why aren't you not supporting the show? No. Well, thank you to the other Andy yeah. who supports who us. Who actually cares about this show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this Andy, not me, says, would you rather share a birthday with your spouse okay. or share a birthday with your wedding anniversary? Mm. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, it would be, I guess, pretty weird having a birthday at the same time as your spouse. So we got we got to T-chart this. We got we got to get the pros and the cons rolling here. Okay. So pros of sharing the birthday with the spouse or the the anniversary. One last thing to remember. Exactly. And that, that that's cr- that that's pretty cr- much the biggest pro there is. <laughs> like that is critical. Uh, the older you get, the 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 celebration of the birthday, you know, it dies down, right? But the older you get, the harder it is to remember when the birthdays or the, the the wedding anniversary is. So if you just time them up. Yeah. Although have so, you have you ever forgotten your own your own birthday? No. And and the funny thing okay. is, is in this situation you're <laughs> dumb <awesome>. enough <laughs> you're dumb enough to have made the decision to get married on your birthday. Right, that's on you because you get to choose your wedding date. Yeah. You don't choose your birthday. Well, maybe you. you How about my birthday? It. The issue I have you here is double special. You guys are like, oh, it's one one fewer thing yes. to to remember. I'm like, it's one fewer day to celebrate. Right. Okay. I, I'm well, that's losing... why we're doing pros and cons, Jason. Well, but it's the exact same thing. But you see it as a pro. I see it as a con. I'm I'm saying that the pro, like, if you share the date, mm-hmm. that means you. Between your wife's birthday, your birthday, and your anniversary, three celebrations, you only get one celebration a year. I'm all about that staycation life, that let's go celebrate, let's go out to a fancy dinner. I want those moments. Yeah, you love celebrations unless it's birthday parties for other people. You want to be celebrated. Well, of course. Um, (laughs) uh, I mean, hold on there. So, So that we need... I th- maybe you just need two birthdays. Ooh. Have you ever you considered that? You have my that? attention. <laughs> All right. Now, does that mean I like, I age quicker, though? Uh, well, like, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm 88 years old. <laughs> what What if, okay, you can you can declare right now Jason Moore has two birthdays a year. You you're, the, the, the number of your age goes up. You still look the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, your, your physical aging is still the same. Right. But you would now be almost 80 years old. That's on is that worth birth, it? birth certificate, driver's license, when you have to... I mean, I guess you get discounts sooner. That's true. But is that worth it to you that now you're, now you're an 80-year-old man? Yeah, heck yeah, that's worth for it. For two birthdays a year. I mean, year. It's, like, it's, like, it's like Will Shakespeare said, a rose by any other name would still smell as sweet. <laughs> the number doesn't matter. I get to celebrate. Yeah. 
That's so, true. So I'm I'm in on that. That that sounds like a great. I'll, plan. I'll, I'll add one nuance there because that one was too easy. You do have to get all of the appropriate health exams that a person of that age has to get. Oh, okay. so you start your colonoscopy earlier. And you earlier. have to get two of them. Now, all right, <laughs> because it's once a year, but but it's once a two, birthday. Once a birthday. <laughs> but hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> Mike's looking for unlimited colonoscopies <laughs> in this situation. Hear me out. Uh-huh. When I legitimately currently on current aging cycle, yeah, am eighty years old, the boring, cycle. and I need to get a colonoscopy, I probably won't. Like I just, I'll be like, man, I don't care. And so, w- wouldn't okay. I still? It would be, be forced this- at that point. So it was by rule. <laughs> All right, uh, Peter from Twitter, you can't bend your fingers anymore. Would you rather have your hand stuck <laughs> stuck permanently in a flat position? Or permanently in a fist. Can I fifty fifty? Oh, like, <laughs> like one, hand, one fist. Yeah. One. Oh, because you do you. That would be the most. You're like that original Ultimate, uh, the UFC boxer who came in <laughs> with one glove on. He's like, I I don't know what's better, gloves or hands. Of one of each. Okay. The answer is no. You Al Borland is saying, well, I mean, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta press the. I don't know. I don't know if there's an advantage to having one fist and one straight fingers. You can't clap if you're two fists. Well, you can you can pound them together though. Yeah, but you I know? mean, you're not making any sense. Okay, I guess you can do oh, that. Mike's got very strong knuckles. Uh, but the two <laughs> flat hands, I mean, two flat hands, you can't move your fingers anymore. Right? Can you grab better with two flat hands than you can two fists? Hold on, and and yes, and flat hands are fingers separated or together. Ooh, good or is question. That a choice Al together. Oh, they're together. Oh, okay. okay, so I didn't see that. Blade, blade. Blade. You got blade hands. Well, I can kind of, I can do a real bad handshake that way versus. Oh the, my goodness! Like handshakes are back. It's the op. You don't it hold on. I want to try to shake your hand. You. This is the opposite. Oh, that's the worst. When someone gives you the floppy fish handshake. Right. This is the complete opposite. I mean, I can't even imagine. I know I, we, we all have experienced the weak gripped handshake, and it's oh, the four fingers uh, it's, floppy. It's awful. It's, yeah, it's just you know we're no longer friends. Right. We need we need to start this mm-hmm. whole thing over. But imagine someone goes in for a handshake. I, I mean, and just what kind of power move is that? I just experienced it, and let me tell you, it is the most disrespectful <laughs> handshake I've ever received because he's not willing. He's not willing to grab onto my hand at all. And no. I feel like a fool. I've just because you're the grabber. I have just. And there's not a mutual grabbing. I have grabbed his blade, if you will, and I. And now I am an idiot. I. Right. I highly recommend. Oh, it. I didn't know we weren't squeezing. <laughs> you have to try this with someone today. You have to. You have to tell them that they have to put their hand out in oh you know a, a in a blade right. form and then shake it. It's. It, try All right, this. give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> The feel you can't express like this audio presentation cannot express how bad it feels. Here, you you shake my hand. (laughs) It's horrendous. That's really bad. Find someone you love today, or just are willing to touch hands with, and you got to each give each other the 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 absolute blade handshake and so, it is awful and you have oh. to be that person that's your life now and you have to like fully commit to well which is- which person would you rather be the uh, you'd rather be the blade right <laughs> of course you have to be the blade in that situation that's why i'm saying it's the ultimate power move what's funny is if you translate this decision of bending your fingers would you rather have your hands permanently in a fist or blade hands i'm now thinking of like what if i get into a street fight 
Like okay. I'm either do I'm either well, slapping, I'm chopping. Or, I'm well, either chopping and slapping. You can get you can get a good throat punch. You can get a throat a uh, point punch. Yeah. Oh, right there. Right yeah. the the, yeah. the, the ah, place absolutely. between your thumb. But then double fists. I mean, that's kind of ideal. Right. Yeah. For, if I'm fighting, for, I for all those fights you're my, getting well, into, I, I might. I might get into some fights if somebody comes to shake my hand and I do that to them. They might punch me. This is like we're not a a, a prank television show, a, a hidden camera show. Unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> but I need I need to see this. I need to see a social experiment where someone is out there blade handshaking people and just. What is the natural response of someone who goes in and gets the blade? They're expecting a shake, and they're they're expecting a, a regular handshake, and they get the disrespect. And the and but the person completely leans in, and this is one hundred percent normal. What does what does that person's face look like? Today will not be the last time that I give someone a blade shake. <laughs> in the future, when appropriate, and I want to disrespect someone, I will go because it looks like a normal handshake. Oh, it looks yeah. like a firm, strong handshake. <laughs> it presents handshake. as a firm handshake. But I am not grabbing that. I am not. You're grabbing my hand. I am not grabbing yours. <laughs> All right. But you, uh, to answer the actual question here, you have to have your hands flat versus a fist. Typing, uh, I mean, you might be able to get away with knuckles, but you want the fingertip typing. You, you want the clapping. The grabbing is easier. I think that there's there's far more applications. There's far more stubbed to fingers. Have, yes. Hard to stub your fingers in a fist on that T-chart. That would be a pro. But um, no, I'm going blade hands. I think I will, too. <laughs> I'm doing it just for the handshakes. All right. This one is uh, from P. Scott on Patreon. Would you rather live without a garbage disposal... Or mm. without a dishwasher. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um. I. I think I I would rather live without a dishwasher. Really? Yeah. Now, I'm trying to work through it. How can that be? Because if you don't have a garbage disposal, yeah, everything's you, going into the trash. You're having to brush right. it off into the trash. Right. Which is a. I feel like that's a far easier thing to have to deal with than than washing all the dishes without the dishwasher. I don't know. I I I I mean, I'm really yeah. I, I, I feel really. like this is a slam dunk. You think it's a slam dunk yeah. that you? I'm living have the dishwasher. this like our uh, our family's cabin up north has a garbage disposal and no dishwasher. And how is so it? So we wash everything. It's not great, <laughs> but I can't imagine not. Uh, not hold being able to wash. Yeah, hold, hold on. No, no we hold just got to note that. Okay, stop the question. This is a pause. <laughs> we just found out Al Borland just said, I use my dishwasher as a sanitation machine. I still hand wash all my dishes. Yep. I wash them and then put them in the dishwasher. Now, but, do you but mean why? with soap? <laughs> yeah. With what? soap. Now, do What? What is now, happening? What do you think's happening in the dishwasher that's so sanitizingly powerful? It's well, hot. It is, you you can absolutely sanitize in a dishwasher, so he's not wrong there. You you, there, I believe there is a sanitized setting. I am one hundred percent the same here, guys. What is wrong with you guys? It's called a dishwasher. I don't trust it. I don't, don't <laughs> trust it. I've seen the commercials where they put these food covered plates in and they come out sparkly. I don't believe What's you. What's so funny is I've actually read a consumer reports about this. Look, we're living in 2021 right now. They have been making dishwashers for 60, 70 years. <laughs> 
you can put what what's actually dumb from what I this study showed is actually even rinsing the plates off very much because these dishwashers are sensing and they will run as long as they need to run to clean the dishes completely. Wait, it senses on the inside? Yes, it senses. I thought it was just a timer. No, it's not just a timer. The newer dishwashers are all sensing. What? So they say that the difference of a rinse dishwasher, or I mean a, a rinse dish versus just a dirty dish, is like nothing. You just put them both in, they come out the same. I don't believe it. I, I mean, I refuse. <laughs> well, that's fine. I refuse to believe that their product is good enough to clean my dirty dishes. And and sure, if I have dinner and I immediately load those dishes right into there and run it right, then great. But what if I don't run the dishwasher one night and now yesterday's dinner, the plate that I put in there is on there? Is that getting that clean? No, I do no, rinse. The I amount rinse. that I've had to scrub to get something off a plate, I feel like there's no way a dishwasher's doing exactly. that. Exactly. And here's the thing: give it a chance. I give the machine a chance. I let it prove its worth. So here's here's the difference between my wife and I. My wife can load the dishwasher. We are let's say we've had a busy week and you know we've kind of we've got a lot of dishes to do and she can load that whole counter in like 10 minutes max. She it will be 2 hours for me to load this thing because every single dish... Because you're dish, washing your dishes. I wash my dishes before I put them in the dishwasher. It's so bewildering to me. It flies in the face of everything I know about you as a person. Right. I get that. I mean, for one, I don't think you're a germaphobe. Two... No, not at I all. I know you don't like doing work. That's true. Three, you 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 generally spring for a better convenient product. So, right. like, you probably have a nice dishwasher. The and nicest. if you didn't, it, yeah, it's probably got a touchscreen on it. And then yet you spend hours of your time washing your dishes ahead of the dish. It's called the dishwasher. Right. What, are, what other machines do you not trust? All of them. Like, I do you bought, laundry? So, say, do you uh, wash your clothes before you put them in the, in the, in the laundry? No, but you want to know something that is funny? So Andy's not wrong. Like, I'm, I'm snooty with my appliances. You should see him with his Bunsen I, burner over <laughs> with the toast. Uh, he yeah. doesn't trust that toaster. <laughs> he pre-toasts. I mean... If necessary, but so I we I'm snooty with appliances. So truth be told, like our 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 laundry machines are as high end as you yeah, can. Yeah, John get Hammond stuff in a normal. It's exactly spare no expense. I got the nicest thing. It'll do all these millions of modes, and I have never ever put something in not on one of two. I it's either a normal or speed wash. Like those are the only two oh, things I, I've I ever that. used. So why are we buying these like? Is there a difference if all we're doing is a normal well, wash? Well, no, certainly not. If you don't use any of the features, it's not a difference. I just feel like it's got to be stronger or better because it's newer. <laughs> so trust. So apply that logic to your dishwasher. Oh it's, man, it's better. Couple of weirdos we got to hear, Mike. I wonder how many people out there pre-wash their dishes. Here's how hard it is for you to test this. Put your dishes in and wash them <laughs> one time. That's what I've been trying to say. And then pull them out and say, hmm, maybe I bought a product and put it in my home that works. Maybe I just bought an hour I, like so, every other no, day. No, I can't take that chance. I will say this. I unload the dishwasher far more than I load. Okay. A part of the big reason is because it takes me forever to load, and whenever I'm doing it, my wife's like, stop. Um. But I have unloaded dishes that are not perfectly clean and had yes. to leave them back in to run again. So yes. there, there's my proof. Look, there's that, a runt in every litter. That definitely can happen. And I mean, when when that happens, that's usually a it, the the byproduct of bad dish loading. 
because you have you've you've covered up a jet. You have placed a, a you've broken a, some of the rules. Yes. I mean, the, the machine has rules. There's protocol for the dishwasher. You can't go willy nilly with the oh, I'm going to put all the dishes up top with the cups. Here's one of the nice things though: when I load the dishwasher, I can stack dishes on dishes on <laughs> dishes, my man, because they're going that's in clean. That's exactly why they oh, because they're going clean. <laughs> this is just a place to hold your clean dishes until they get. That's right. Water all over them. So I want my disposal. All right, we are going to take a quick break and be back with some Liar Liar. Liar Liar, pants on fire. I'm not talking trash today. I'm just beating the crap out of that turd. You're talking about Al? <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. there's some strong language there. You are there. beating the crap. <laughs> Out of a turd. That's right. There will be nothing left. That's what he did in the scat. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome back to Liar Liar. If I thought I didn't like Al because he pre-washes his dishes, it's going to oh get goodness. worse here in this segment. Two truths and a lie. Three like, three rounds. Whoa. Jason almost had a spit take. I almost had a spit take. I'm drinking uh, my my water here, and I looked at the first factoid here, and uh -huh. it made me laugh because it's so stupid and clearly cannot possibly be true. All right, round one. Here we go. Fact number one. Mm -hmm. Flamingos get their pink color from eating pink shrimp. That's not possible. Okay. Number two. Applebee's once lost more than $8 million during an endless <laughs> sirloin promotion after marketing executives underestimated how much people would eat. Okay. And number three, psychopaths are often immune to contagious yawning due to a lack of empathy. Okay. So I love I like that this one was psychopath. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. Like this one is this scientific medical, <laughs> but we're just calling them psychopaths, which is a scientific term. Is it? Yeah. I feel like there's a longer, more more medical diagnosis versus psychopaths. Um, sir, it's it turns out here that due to our testing, you are in fact a psychopath. <laughs> right. Your <laughs> diagnosis. I guess is that what we've done? Yeah. Am I don't I know. Crazy here, Al? I mean, that's a normal term for I, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't psychopathy is Oh, that sounds better, but yeah, I don't think does. that's. I feel like it's a personality disorder. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and and uh, that so means you are one. The, the the game of liar liar has definitely flipped uh, because it used to be the three of us versus each other, right? And now it is. Uh, we are united. We are a pack. So, in the interest of the pack, flamingos do in fact get their pink color from their food. They are white. Yeah, I, I I know I was pretty sure that was right because you've seen them in different environments and it changes them. Well, yes. see, that's what I was thinking. Is like, but I've is seen, it pink shrimp? But would he would he change uh, it for one little thing? He's not that kind I've of seen, psychopath. I've seen pink flamingos in plenty of different places. You tell me, every zoo in the world feeds them pink pink shrimp. Yeah, that's a good point. They, get, I'm, I'm telling you, they get their color from their food. Oh man, now do I trust? Who do I trust here? I trust no one. But you know, seem you the seems, Applebee's one. I mean, that one's really funny. I think it's got to be true. Eight million dollars during an endless sirloin promotion. It sounds like something Applebee's would do. Let's give this a shot, and then you know, 
They went okay. overboard. All right, but then, I think psychopaths is the legit like, name. If you, of course, it, it yeah, is. I'm looking this up. It wasn't over, weird to me at all. Two of these groups appeared similar to primary and secondary psychopaths. The first group, primary psychopaths. That sounds ridiculous. The reason to me. it sounds ridiculous is because it's so built into lore of like it, murderers yeah, and stuff it's like a, that. It's a supervillain. Yeah, right. it's a. He's a psychopath. Like, yeah, that's not a real thing. It's a supervillain. It's a neuropsychiatric it's, disorder. Okay, mm, all right. right. But are they immune to yawning by contagious yawning? Now, they have a lack of empathy. Is empathy key to yawning? Like when Mike yawns, am I going, I- I'd like to walk a mile in his shoes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, man. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's more of, that's more of a biological situation with the, the contagious yawning. But, the, but, I mean, a, but a brain disorder is biological. Right. Okay. Very often. Oh, man. Oh, all right. Um, goodness. Uh, I want to take the flamingos, and I'm I, I'm not I'm not I'm, gonna pick it, Mike. I'm, I'm gonna trust you. you. I'm telling you. You're telling me, yes. but I am telling you back. If that's the <laughs> lie, and I'm wrong, and and because of because of you, I will be man. I'll be with, a psychopath. I'm gonna go with the psychopaths one as my lie. I, I I don't think that I think it's a nice lie. I think it's a well crafted Al Borland lie. Uh, thinking about yawning, I I don't know. I'm gonna go with that one as my lie. I'm gonna go with the Applebee's eight million dollars lost during an endless sirloin promotion. I can't imagine that that like Applebee's. Um, you know, there's been endless all you can eat promotions forever at all these different restaurants. How could they not have figured that out by now? I'm 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 gonna go with that as the lie. Mike, which one are you going with? Is your oh, official goodness. lie? Watch him pick the shrimp. I oh, will. that would be the ultimate bait and switch. <laughs> I knew that was After the lie. We locked in. Applebee's. All right, let's get the official answer and see if anybody's still in the running to defeat Al Borland. Applebee's was the lie. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I knew that the pink flamingos <laughs> was wrong. So How? I'm I've now lost. Great. Now here's what I know. I know that the the fact that the flamingos get their pink color from eating pink shrimp. Uh-huh. Fact. I will call it a fact. Now I know that that fact is nonsense. There's <laughs> no way that that is actually true. The only thing that was tripping me up, and I I didn't want to Google to, to right to ruin cheat. anything, is I'm like I thought they ate. They ate brine, but brine is apparently shrimp. So, so it does say the bright pink color of flamingos comes from beta carotene, a red orange pigment that's found in high numbers within the algae, larvae, and brine shrimp flamingos eat in their diet. Shazam. Okay. So, so I was right. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. A little bit. All right. I take that as a W. All right. He- here's the great part. Now I'm going to go around the world yawning and spotting psychopaths. <laughs> If if people around me aren't yawning when I'm yawning, yeah, I'm, like it, lock them up. I mean, I know you guys aren't big Blade Runner fans, but in in that movie, they have to or Blade Handshake. Fans. Yeah, or, oh, oh is that gosh. how they handshake in that movie? But in Blade Runner, they have to like they have this really intense test where they're trying to provoke an emotional response from the robot or or person to see if are they an android. You just you yawn. Yes, they, like the whole movie could have been wrapped up. Just yeah. do it. Just do a big yawn. Honestly, which is they needed to wrap that movie up. It's crazy because the whole audience, the entire time, was yawning, and <laughs> and it didn't. It didn't actually, you know, reveal we, the truth. I should have just let you uh, get the joke in. Yeah, mm. sorry. All right, what's the next one here? Round two. 
Whale vomit <laughs> is used to make perfume and sells for around $20,000 per pound. I believe it. Makeup is so I, stupid. I Number pretty two. Pretty sure that one's true. The inventor of the Pringles can is now buried in one. His <laughs> children stopped at Walgreens on the way to the funeral home to pick out his tomb. I would hope this is an ashes situation. <laughs> I would hope so. It was a really big Pringle can. Well, I, I certainly visualized him in a large Pringle can. And then what flavor? Ooh, that's a big choice. If you got to pick, you got to pick out a can. Uh, a you got to go original you if you're the founder. Yeah, if you're you the have founder. To go OG. Yeah. Man. I mean, if it's me, I'm probably getting some yeah, sour pick, cream. Sour you're going cream. sour cream? Yeah, 100%. Although the pizza flavor is really. A pizza flavor? Oh, yeah. they've got outrageous flavors now, Mike. Yeah. I know, but that's what you're going to go with a. No, with, I wouldn't go with With it. a trend to be buried in? Hashtag not a sponsor. <laughs> But yeah. Mr. Pringle, if, or I should, I guess I should say Mrs. Pringle, if you're out there, we are available. And the third uh, truth or lie, the first documented your mom is stupid joke came from Dr. Seuss's 1949 book, Bartholomew and the Ooblack. U- Ooblack. <laughs> okay. 1949. Right. Your Goodness. mom is so stupid. Your mom is so stupid joke okay. from a Dr. Seuss book. Bartholomew and the Ooblek. And Ooblek is a uh, like a, a gel substance that's not quite a liquid and not quite a solid. Yeah, you remember making Ooblek in school? I just, I remember because my kids are making it. Yeah. So, is that different than slime or is slime yeah, and Ooblek? very different. Yes. Yeah. Ooblek is like cornstarch mixed with I, water. I'm allowed to search Ooblek here, right? That's not... Yeah, I, I think you could. I think you're safe. But yeah, like, I, this seems like stuff that if you put it in a tub or whatever and you went fast enough you should be able to walk on it yeah i don't know if he could walk on it but weird all right well anyways yeah <laughs> so enough about oobleck whale vomit i'm gonna say that one is is true i agree i feel i feel like i've heard whale vomit is very valuable you know what else is valuable do they make the whales vomit then is no. somebody capturing them and then like <laughs> giving them chipotle <laughs> <laughs> no they're 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 certainly extracting bile or something out of their belly and calling it vomit for the sake of this fact that's how, how i see whale it vomit? that's what, what i mean what is happening yeah um, i mean i'm i i don't think that the pringles look he's valuable that family's not putting them in a pringles can that they got it if you invent yeah that's the part that makes I, I will go with that one as a lie that's the lie you know you don't need to stop at walgreens if you're the kids of the owner he's got a few if Cans, if you want to disrespect he? someone, give them the blade shake. You don't put them in a <laughs> in a Pringles can forever. I I'm leaning towards the your mom is so stupid because the, we go back and we find documented things. You're like, oh, look who who did this first. It was the Egyptians. <laughs> the first your mom. Yeah. Oh, you're right. So, That's totally going to be what happens so I'm, here. I'm saying that that is the lie. All right. Okay. We're the, both going. Uh, Pringles? Yeah, we'll both go Pringles. All right. What's the truth? The the lie was uh, the your mom is so stupid joke. And ironically, Mike, you're correct. The first one dates back to like hieroglyphic. <laughs> we, that's because it was on here before. We did that oh, one. Oh, for real? That was one did of the, we really? Yeah, we did. We did uh, the- uh, How did you get it wrong then? Yeah, it wasn't the your mom so stupid. It was like your mom so fat joke or something like that. And it was- oh, it's just a That's your mama funny. Joke. I had it on my list as one to throw in here and then I- I changed Owls it. running out of material. Barely. So, so that means that Mike is still alive. 
Oh, uh, Mike brother. is still alive. Yes, and, and, could, and to happen. clear up a couple other things, uh, whale vomit—it's like really waxy, and it, it washes to shore in like these bricks, and oh, they, they collect it. Okay, um, and then he was buried in an original Pringles can that they picked up at Walgreens. On All right, way. at least it's an original. Yeah, we got the, the siblings did have a debate over flavor, though. We got the flavor <laughs> of right. They did. So I feel like I'm still. I in hope it. they washed it out a little bit, or do you mix them in with the? I think you want crumbs. a little bit of the dust. Did you? Did you eat all those Pringles? Oh, that's a good question. Or did you dump them? Maybe is you leave- it disrespectful to eat those Pringles, or is it disrespectful to not eat yeah. those Pringles? Hmm. That is a it's moral disrespectful dilemma. not to give the eulogy with the Pringle duck mouth. You know when <laughs> yes. you put the when you put them both in. <laughs> oh, I know. Everyone knows the Pringle <laughs> yes. duck mouth. We we've visualized it absolutely. <laughs> like you know that thing with bugles where you put them on the tips of your finger. Of course, we know what the the duck mouth is. Yes. All right, so Mike, here's your chance to defeat Al for the first time ever. Let's uh, do it! I don't like this picture. All right, round three. Manatees rely on their farts to help them swim. <laughs> the, the, that sweet anal exhaust... Oh, sweet? Anal exhaust allows them to change their buoyancy and drop or rise in the water at will. Oh, man. Okay, oh. so so the that... that that makes some sense. Your buoyancy has a lot to do with how you swim. This is this is natural submarine stuff right here. This is why Jason swims at the top of the uh, or the bottom of the pool. I don't, I don't know which it one. Just it would depends be the... on how recency. Uh, yeah. How recency? How recent... So can you manatee this? Because you're 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 world renowned. Mm-hmm. That you can. I mean, you have a fart counter. You can you can toot ski. Yep. At will. When I need to, I can get so, the job done. Have you tried to use submarine powers? I have not yet, um, and it, unfortunately, it is cold outside right now, so I cannot swim. Mm -hmm. um, but as soon as I can, I will see if I can get to the bottom of the pool. Well, what's funny is you know when we want to do buoyancy things or go to the bottom of the pool, we kind of you know you blow some air out your yeah, mouth. Yeah, you have to blow out. Yeah, I never thought to use the other parts of <laughs> yeah, me. The other. <laughs> the second one. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. These are all related. The second fact, so manatees, that's the first one. Okay. The second one is the fart bubble created by the back end <laughs> blowout of a blue whale is large enough to fully encapsulate a Clydesdale. So the fart bubble out of a blue whale, I like how you wrote this. That's what back, it is. Back end blowout? Yeah. So the fart bubble, could you fit a whole Clydesdale in it? A blue whale's fart bubble. I, abs I believe this. Uh, I, I mean, don't know if it's true, but I believe it. If they... If I mean I don't know that a blue whale farts to be honest, but if <laughs> a blue everyone poops and everyone farts. If a blue whale farts, it has to be big enough to put a Clyde's. Uh, blue whales exactly. are exactly unless fart. they go like little bubbles. I mean they could they could always have little bubbles. Well, you're talking, but you, I yeah. mean sure. Sometimes you got a big fart, sometimes you got a small fart, but right. we're, we're taking yeah. the biggest of the big here. That's gotta encapsulate. Imagine a being that scientist. <laughs> I just want I'm, the YouTube I'm video. I'm tracking this for science. The third fart-related fact, thanks to Al, is sloths don't often rip one. But when they do, their butt breeze contains <laughs> so much methane that they are often <laughs> rendered unconscious for up to two minutes after breathing in their own air biscuit. Oh, man, Al. So Al had really, a very fun time with this. You've really done something here. I've never experienced Al Borland being so poetic. I... I'm going to try to help you, Mike. The descriptive language in this is now, incredible. I, I'm not. Uh, uh, this is not a 100%. Like, if you're phoning a friend, this is not a 100. This okay. is a my... I think that one's true. With I think the, the sloths? sloths do pass out from their own air biscuit. Oh, man. Oh. That's good. But I'm, I'm like 80%. I... 
I don't think manatees need to rely on their farts to swim. I, I mean, that is too extreme, right? (laughs) (laughs) You threw him right at the end of that. Uh, I, yeah. Now, Mike, this is really all up to you. Well, Um, what what are you guys doing? But I, where are you going? I would go with the manatees. I don't believe that the manatees rely on their farts to help them swim. And that one was written with more extreme language. And I think that that's tried to throw us off the scent. So I'm all the scent. Yeah. You're referring to the the sweet anal exhaust. Yes. Which allows them to change their buoyancy. (laughs) Owl's back there cackling at his own jokes. Oh, man. So Um, that's where I. So you guys are just dead set on the fact that a blue whale is is farting out of Clydesdale. It it makes so much sense. They're about. Uh, how big's a blue whale? About eighty feet, ninety feet long. I mean, the, the biggest, that's a big whale. It's the biggest animal on the planet. How big is a blue whale? Is that cheating? That's not cheating. Uh, well, I already know it's the biggest 80, animal. So. 80, yeah, female eighty-two feet, male seventy-nine feet. You did you say eighty feet? Eighty to ninety. I mean, talk about that's, a nail on it. Yeah, that's quite a guess. I'll, I'll just close this. How Speak. big is a blue whale t- <laughs> tab over here? Um. Mike, this is all up to you. I think that the I think that the lie is you. So I think the manatee one's a lie. You feel good about the sloth one I, being true. I feel I feel leaning that direction. I do too, but we've never won, so I don't trust my own opinions. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I'm. I mean, both of us are on the manatee side. Yep, we have a draft coming up, but we got to see if Mike wins. Oh, goodness. Okay, so I feel. I feel trapped. Uh, number one, I'm not. I can't just go with you guys because you haven't gotten them all right thus far. Exactly. So you're you're not to be trusted. No. But we have been close before, and we've completely written off one of the answers. I know. And then like it, the blue whale, and then it ended up being the lie. I know. Jason, Jason, you got to help me. What do you so What do you ner- feel? Oh, I, you're just nervous. I'm nervous, okay. and I just don't. I don't want. You, got, you gotta make joy. a pit. I don't want Al to be happy. Mike, make a make a pitch. Go with your gut. What is your? My gut says you regularly beat Al Borland at things in life, my, like, like pickleball. So just go with your gut. You can blue, do it. The blue whale one. Okay. Oh man. Okay. Come on. Oh thank God. Oh no! It's the manatees, isn't it? It was the sloths. Was the live sloths? Oh. Sloths actually do not fart. You Andy Holloway. I d- I gave you eighty percent. I said it's not locked and loaded. 80% is a really high number. I know. I just tried to help. But you actually hurt. But I obviously no one's ever beat him before. Oh, man. I ruled that one completely out based on your confidence. Now, oh, shoot. Now, Owl, at what point did you peak in your nerves and what percentage of fear did you have? Going into round three, I was terrified because I thought that one might. It was a fun one with the, the language and oh, stuff, but I thought fault. it might be an easy one. It's, so. Andy's fault. it's all my fault. It is on Andy. All right, it is time for a draft, but first, a quick break. The Spitballers Draft. So the last thing we need to do is try to help each other. That's what we learned <laughs> in this situation. Um, although when you tried to help us, you were totally right about the flamingos. So Yeah, I, I would have 100% well, that, that was flamingos. Because that was simply a, I'm, I am confident. You knew it. Yeah. Yep. All right, our draft today, Jason kicks it off with the first pick. Our draft is fictional characters for an escape the room team. So if you've been out if if you're out there, you've done the escape the room 
uh, adventures, which I think most of us have done or heard about, where you are given a, you know, you're locked in a room and given a, a clue. series of clues. If you have not, uh, as soon as you can safely do one, talk about you gotta an go industry play. smashed by the idea yeah. of COVID. Well, you want to lock us in a small room together? <laughs> <laughs> oh we, no! Where we can't get out or can't escape. People from... have been doing—I don't know how—but they've been doing online versions. Interesting. Yeah. No, escape rooms are a blast, and I have the first pick. And I do feel like there's a one-on-one here. That's. Okay. I don't. I feel like there are at least three picks. And I got. A, I got a number one. I got a number one. All, All right. right. Let's hear. Look, when you're in an escape room, uh-huh. it's a mystery that needs a series of clues. To be solved. Okay. And there is no one better in the fictional universe that will always get it right but Sherlock Holmes. Okay. So Sherlock Holmes is the absolute one-on-one pick to me. Is it? It To me, yes. <laughs> I, I, I only said that because I, mean, I wanted you to doubt yourself. We can't argue with if he thinks it is. <clears throat> that wasn't the one I was alluding to. Yeah. Uh, but he was one. When I said there's three picks... He was one of them. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock I mean, Holmes. I'm already out of this room. I don't need anybody else. Uh, yeah, but now, who is, isn't it Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, isn't he? Or he who? plays one of the Sherlocks, yeah. Yeah, you're in a room with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, now. I'm not taking that version. Come on. <laughs> I mean, not when I can well, have Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I was going to say there's a Downey Jr. version, too. Yeah, okay. All right, so you're going with Sherlock Holmes. It's a great pick. It makes sense. Uh, you, you need to solve a mystery. Um. <laughs> Andy does now, not wait. know where to go. Is this because you're not confident in your pick or you just you don't have a list? No, I have a list. I am I just don't know who to take now and will who will oh, come back to okay, me. Okay, okay. So I'm a little concerned about who will go and who will not go. Um so I will go with um I'm gonna go with Batman. Okay. okay. Uh, I, I, wanted, I was hoping he would slip to me. Yeah, I'm going to take Batman. Yeah, I need him by my side. He's got the what? tools. He's got the mental acuity. He is called the world's greatest detective. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, I mean, Sherlock Holmes can try and call himself that, but the, the Americans have <laughs> said that Batman is the world's greatest the detective. Americans. So I will go with Batman for my pick, and I feel better about it now that I've gotten feedback. Yeah, no, it, it is an excellent pick. Uh, I fi- I wouldn't. I figured you wouldn't remember that he was called the world's greatest detective because he's not like he's not. Really I've never heard. Of, I've never heard of that. I'm not saying it's wrong. Yeah, I'm he's just saying I've. He's I, not thought of as that anymore. Sherlock hadn't heard of that either. But that's how he started. All right. And when they went to the competitions, so I'm sitting in a good spot here. I got back to back picks. The guy who <clears throat> I was talking about is I. He is. He's my number one because it was the first name that came to my uh, mind when when I was told what the the draft was. And I'm so uh, curious. Yeah, me th- too. this is because this is a man who can escape from anywhere given any amount of items. Do, do you have dental floss and a toothpick? Oh, That's great because okay. okay. he just disarmed a nuclear bomb. I will take MacGyver. Oh, okay. He was not even on my list. He was on my list. That's oh. a good one, though. I'm not saying. I just forgot him. He was on my list. <clears throat> he's he's better at like escaping. Now that's, Magru- that's MacGruber, right? <laughs> MacGruber. <laughs> All right, Wait, so you've oh, got MacGyver. Do I need to drive both of them? <laughs> oh, dude, you probably do. I mean, in case there's someone who needs a throat ripped, you gotta get MacGruber. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think every MacGruber ends with him blowing up, so that might not end well. Uh, now with the second pick, 
I have. I'll whatever. I'll just go with it now. We it might take some time, and there is time limits in, in Escape the Room. Uh, but I know by the end of the episode, he always figures it out, and it's mm, because yep. like a like a paint bucket fell over, and now he's reminded. No, yeah, I'm gonna take Doctor House. No, <laughs> that was probably my next pick as that well. That was my sneaky last rounder. I thought no one would come. Doctor House, <laughs> yeah, you were way, you were way off. I was, I was way off. That is he unfortunate. It out. But but the but you you did illustrate the problem, and the problem is you're getting out for sure, right? But now that you picked him, you guarantee that you can't get out until the last second. He yes. he's up against the yeah. clock and MacGyver. Well, a, a couple like minutes. The, no, MacGyver's the the clock is going three, two. I mean, you've got a team that <laughs> you is are last you second out team right at the last second. So. Uh, we'll be waiting for you in the lobby. We what? We flourish, man. I am really sad. Were you guys? You were you guys house? Uh, house watchers? I loved House. I, I watched loved that show. the heck out of that. And then after a couple of years, it's like every episode's the exact same. Yeah, it, you know what's happening. And then it it just it burned out after you know a few episodes. You go, wait a minute. He's gonna figure <laughs> this one out. I'll bet something goes wrong here because it's fifteen minutes into the episode. That's fair. That's fair. But uh, I am a little sad. All right. It's back to me then, right? Correct. It is. Okay. I do have a, another late round pick that I'm saving. And if any of you take it, just, I'll be just wait for Jason. so upset. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to go with actually the it's funny. The first name that pops into your head when you think about this, like Sherlock Holmes makes a lot of sense. Batman was my first pick. But the actual first name that popped into my head was from Mission Impossible. Because I thought about getting out of those situations, oh. and I'm gonna go with Ethan Hunt. That's okay. good. I, so, he's, he's not on my list, but I like I it a lot. For for whatever reason, that first impulse was okay. Ethan Hunt. You you know he drops into the room. He doesn't touch the wrong thing. He gets you out of the sticky situation. He's got plans. He's got he can figure that stuff out. I mean, speaking of, of blade hands, like and he runs when, with blade when, hands. When Tom Cruise is running with those hands, I didn't think about the running, but uh, that would have been <laughs> well, a point because against. you're in a room. But he's <laughs> he's figuring out how to get. Us out of that room. I feel like we need... I wish we had a running tracker. I feel like Ethan Hunt has been drafted more than any other any other person in the history of Spitballer's Any other fictional character? Draft. That's right. That's yeah. right. He'll, uh, he'll help you collect a debt. Yeah. Uh, it, laser tag. I mean, like, Ethan Hunt is apparently very overpowered. Um, all right, so... <laughs> I, nerf, nerf Ethan Hunt. I have two picks here. Um... And I I know my first one. My first one, uh, look, you've got Batman. Batman's a genius. Bruce Wayne, he's great. I'm taking someone I think is even smarter, and I now get two Robert Downey Juniors I, I can take this out was with. Coming. I'm taking Tony Stark. I mean, I'm not getting the Iron Man suit. We're no superpowers no, here. You don't need superpowers. But he'll, I mean, come on. I mean, if if he can't find the key, he'll just build one. You know, it'd just be like, why don't you just do this? And then escape. because that's breaking the rules. Well, that's look, Tony Stark is nothing if not a rule breaker, Mike. Um, all right. So that's I've fair. got uh, two Robert Downey. Is, are there any other smart Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. characters? Uh, out there? Um, who the talks to the animals guy? Oh, that's Dr. Dr. Doolittle. He is a doctor. And he is very smart in that movie. Um, Talking to animals is pretty key in a, an escape room. So when I was thinking of how to get out of an escape room, I wasn't thinking uh, the, the way that you two both thought of like someone that is good at escaping. I was just thinking intelligence. Just who's smart? Who's clever? Who figures out puzzles and uh, you know, you know, is just mm -hmm. a genius on another level? 
and again, no superpower here, no, no, no abilities, just the mind. But I'm taking Dumbledore. Dumbledore is the smartest wizard of all time. But he's so old and slow. Well, we're in a tiny room. He doesn't need to move. Does he much. have his glasses? Because if he doesn't, you're in trouble. <laughs> I mean, those those half moon spectacles are part of him. He has to have his glasses. Tony. Yes. Look in the corner, Tony. Exactly. You have to deal with that. What is this old man doing? <laughs> Those two would not get along. They would not they would get not. along. But they would definitely get the puzzle solved. Stop I feel like Dumbledore could have been your last me, pick, Tony. though. You might oh, have I've got a much yeah. better last pick. Okay. Um, I, I do have one I'm waiting on. You have a much better pick that no one was going to take? No, 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 no. I have a fourth round awesome pick that no one will take okay. and, because it's not good. Oh. It's great. Oh, okay. All right. It's back to me, isn't it? <laughs> you are having a, a tough time. I'm just having a hard time deciding. This is when, when when I was thinking about this, I thought it would be hard to come up with a bunch of names, and it, and it went the other way where it's like, what's the best name? By the way, I think there is a better pick from the Harry Potter universe than the one you made, but well, Hermione annoys me. <laughs> was that it? The way that you said her name was it, but uh, yeah, was that her? Whatever. Yeah, we'll uh, we will move uh, forward here, and I have to make a pick. Those are the rules. <sighs> okay, house is off the table. McGruber is available. Stark is off the table. <laughs> he was on my list. I'm gonna go with Inspector Gadget. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm no, gonna take Inspector I, Gadget. I legit thought about that, but then I then I thought about the actual cartoon. Right. You, you didn't draft the smart one. Well, look, yeah, I, he gets I, everything wrong. You did. You needed to draft Penny. I feel like because I it's a team, and he has gadgets. There will be an advantage for us in that room. You know, when you're trying to identify some hidden object, he'll probably have some gadget that gives us, you know, the ability to see through the wall or something I mean, of he, that nature. He will definitely accidentally hey, find it. He'll it's his voice like chief. Yes. He'll he'll be climbing <laughs> on like some get smart. Climbing on some desk to reach above a bookshelf and then the desk will fall over and reveal Underneath the yeah, desk, and then the his key. helicopter and blades And let's say you have out. to try a key on like a hundred locks. He could do that very quickly with some gadget. <laughs> so that was a little out of left field, but I'm going with Inspector Gadget. It's a terrible pick. Thank you. Because <laughs> uh, I mean, there's other robots that would would have been helpful. Inspector Gadget. I know that his help. name is Inspector, but yeah. he needs to be demoted because he's a terrible inspector. All Agree right. to disagree. <laughs> All right, uh, man, I, I see what you're talking about. It's very difficult here to narrow this down. So I have two picks, which will close out my team, sitting with MacGyver and Doctor House. Oh man, okay. I don't know if I want to double dip from a show, but House's assistant. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what was Eleven? Uh, Wait, what? Was, no, eleven is Stranger Things. Where did they, weren't they all numbered on on House? I don't remember. I don't either. Yeah, that's right. why I went with House's assistant. <laughs> uh, I am going to take what? Whatever. Let's spice this this up here. Um, and I speak of so so. Uh, my current team, they take it to the end, but they are successful. This guy is always a, incredibly successful usually turns into a failure by the end of the show. But every night he tries to take over the world 
and is mostly successful. I'm going to take the brain from Pinky and the brain, and I don't have to worry about Pinky. Right, messing Pinky, it up. Pinky's not screwing things up for me. So now I got a tiny little mouse. That's pretty funny. Big head, big brain. Problem That's is funny. He's, he's got different goals. You know what he wants to do tonight. And it's not escape the room. But you can't it's, you can't take over the world if inside that room. That's true. Or what maybe the brain probably would figure out a way to do it. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. I wouldn't have thought that one. And then a terrible pick, I mean. <laughs> and then I uh, I'm going to speaking of of better robots. I'm going to jump into the Star Trek universe. Oh my god. And I'm going to take Data. That's cool. Oh, that's good. That's a good pick. Data. When you when you said robot, so I have I do uh, feel like he may take things a little too literally. He might. I, when you but said he's, he's robot, a, uh -huh. I, I, that was the first name that then popped into my head was Data. Here's, what, da here's what Data would say. Data would say, why don't we just go out the door we just came in? <laughs> <laughs> because because just it's locked. It's locked, Data, Data, we need to escape this room. Oh, why not that, back that way? Finding the clues is meaningless. This door will <laughs> unlock in 55 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your final team is MacGyver, House, The Brain, and Data. Yeah. I had only one of those four names on my list. So that is uh, tells That's you how wild. many options. We all would go a different route. Uh, Jason has Sherlock Holmes, Tony Stark, and Dumbledore so far. I have Batman, Ethan Hunt, and Inspector Gadget. And I'm going to go with my heart on this final pick. Because, look, when you're stuck in a room, mm -hmm. the truth's out there. Oh, okay. And I'm going to go with okay. Fox Mulder. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because he will never stop looking for the answers. He will like find... Mulder, you've ran out of time. He may blame, it on, find... he may blame it on aliens <laughs> at Sir, some point. The next party is here. They need the room. <laughs> but I need to find these answers. But I'm going with Fox Mulder because he... Uh, uh, yeah, that's my pick. Okay, I like it. I All like right. it. So and here's your ultimate... My ultimate pick. I, I was worried here because I've got a powerhouse of three that I think definitely could win the poll. I was worried that this last one would, would ruin the poll. But now with your picks, I know I'm, I'm going to win no matter what. So I am taking a tall drink of water, Andy Dufresne, <laughs> because Andy Dufresne will escape that room. Oh, my gosh. A prison escape. A prison escape. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay. From the Shawshank Redemption. That is a funny you, pick. I, I feel like you almost got me to do a snot take on that That is one. a funny pick. Yeah. Oh. See, see what I mean? I knew nobody would take it. It's terrible. He but escaped it's a room. He I, is fantastic. He did escape a room. It When I was putting my list together, it did cross my mind to, do a, to an put escape? Andy Dufresne on there. But I was like, no. That's dumb. Now, right. here's the craziest part. I want both of you right now, and if you're at home or, say, driving, um, Google Andy Dufresne. Do, do that for me. Okay. Google Andy Dufresne. This is going to be really good Wait, radio. Is that because I have to figure out how to spell his name? What, I want you to see how his name is spelled. Oh, yeah. yeah how, that's, Wait, there's an S in there? Yeah. What is this name? Dufresne. Is that French? It's not English, that's for <laughs> sure. Spell this name. <laughs> it's D-U-F-R-E-N. S N E. Where does Dufresne come from? On, that's gonna help. That's gonna help Mike and I in the polls because you yeah. can't put it in there misspelled. Yeah. Dufresne. It's it's French. All right. So Jason, you ended up with Andy <laughs> Dufresne. That's a great one. I have uh, a couple of honorable mentions that weren't picked. Okay. Um, I did have Dick Tracy on the list mm. for fun. I don't know how helpful he'd be. I don't either. Um, he's, he's probably bringing he, out old technology, and I'm like, dude, I don't need that. His yellow coat is awesome. 
and hat, but that's all I know. And I was really, really close with my third pick to going Nancy Drew. Oh, yeah. Nancy I Drew. I feel like Nancy, Nancy Drew oh, would take care of things. And yeah. Nancy Drew is on my list. So but instead, my- I went with Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Nancy Drew is a way better I pick. know. Nancy Drew gets it done, uh, but she's not funny. My, that's uh, about right. And not a cartoon. My mentions will be uh, Spock. He's on my list. And I, I didn't want to double dip Star Trek, so I went with The Brain. Uh, the Professor from Gilligan's Island. Oh, oh not okay. from Nutty Professor? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm not taking him. But The Professor... If you just not a lot of name power, right. and uh, Lisa Simpson, okay, is on my list. Sure, she's smart. She's incredible. I did smart. have Hermione on our our list too. Uh, my my honorable mentions. I've got Walter White. Uh, okay, smart Lex Luthor. But I have oh, I yeah. had a couple of you know superhero types already. Uh, Will Robinson. Uh, okay, remember, like uh, little yeah. kids. And my personal favorite, uh, Doogie Howser. <laughs> Oh, Doogie Howser. That had been solid. Yeah. This solid was thing. a fun draft. Is there anybody that you thought of, Al, that we didn't think of? Nah. No, we're perfect. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Emmett Brown? Hmm? Oh. I mean, 88 if you, miles an hour. <laughs> no, that, run, that's not the solution, Doc Emmett. I mean, if you run out of time, you just end. go back. You go back. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Okay. Should have done that. <laughs> Dumbledore. Let's move on. What did we learn today? This one's easy. Yeah. I mean, I learned that Al Borland washes his dishes before he puts them in a dishwasher. Oh, I, it was really easy. It, when I'm 2-0 and o on Liar Liar, I don't trust Andy. Oh, now that's a good lesson. Uh, and I learned. <laughs> gotcha. I didn't want you to have the glory. I learned that flamingos getting their pink color from eating pink shrimp is a lying fact. It's not true. But it is true. Yeah, it was. I get it, but it's a lie. No, it's truth. Just like the fact this show's over. Alternative facts. (laughs) Catch you on the next Spitballers, everybody. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com.